Hello and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for Monday, February 27th, 2023. I'm your host for today, Gina Leahy, a real estate and finance attorney from Philadelphia. In today's episode, we have state solicitors, generals, and the Supreme Court, an impending environmental disaster at the Great Salt Lake, and the major questions doctrine may spell doom for Biden's student loan relief plan. Let's accuse each other of having a case of the Mondays as we review the stories for today. This week, state solicitors general will have a significant presence at the U.S. Supreme Court. Nebraska's Solicitor General Jim Campbell will appear on Tuesday to challenge President Joe Biden's plan to ease student loan debt for millions of Americans. And lawyers from New York and New Jersey will face off on Wednesday over an interstate agreement to fight organized crime at the port between the two states. The position of state solicitor general has become more prestigious, with states collectively being the second most frequent advocate at the Supreme Court after the federal government. So far this term, state solicitors general have appeared in 13 cases before the court. Of the 24 state cases before the Supreme Court last term, 22 were argued by either a state solicitor general or their deputy. New Jersey Solicitor General Jeremy Fagenbaum, a former Kirkland and Ellis associate who clerked for Justice Alina Kagan, will make his in-person debut before the justices in the dispute with New York. Campbell, who previously worked as a senior counsel at Alliance Defending Freedom, a conservative legal group focused on religious liberty, will return to ADF in March as chief legal counsel. The position of state solicitor general has become a more popular career path among young attorneys seeking to specialize in appellate work. Scientists are warning of an impending environmental disaster for the Great Salt Lake, which has already shrunk by two-thirds and is at risk of disappearing entirely in the next five years. The shrinking of the lake could pose an existential threat to millions of people by exposing them to dangerous sediments and polluting the air around Salt Lake City with toxic dust. The lake needs an additional million acre feet per year to reverse its decline, which requires a 30 to 50 percent reduction in water consumption in Utah. Lawmakers have shot down common sense water bills throughout the first month of the session, but a slew of water saving bills are up for consideration during the last two weeks of the legislative session, which ends on March 3rd. The legislator designated the third week of its session as water week, but no water bills made any movement. The state has already offered money to farmers to implement water optimization projects and to grow more water-efficient crops, but farmers have been slow to participate in the potential solutions. Losing the lake would expose arsenic, mercury, and lead, causing respiratory illnesses, cancer, and thousands of excess deaths from air pollution. It would also result in billions of dollars in economic damage, as well as the collapse of a vital ecosystem for migratory birds all over the Western Hemisphere. The U.S. Supreme Court is set to hear arguments on Tuesday in appeals by President Joe Biden's administration of lower court rulings blocking his plan to cancel $430 billion in student debt. However, legal experts have said that Biden's program may be scrutinized by the court under the major questions doctrine, an approach favored by many conservatives and business groups to curb what they call the excesses of the administrative state. The doctrine gives judges broad discretion to invalidate executive agency actions unless Congress clearly authorized them in legislation. 
The major questions doctrine is a legal principle used by the U.S. Supreme Court to determine the extent of executive agency power. The conservative justices on the Supreme Court have employed this approach to invalidate major policies by President Biden deemed lacking clear congressional authorization. The major questions doctrine allows courts a great deal of leeway to pick and choose which agency actions to strike down and which to sustain. Critics of the plan argue that it is an overreach of the president's authority, while supporters say it would ease the financial burden on debt-saddled college-educated Americans. About 45 million U.S. borrowers hold $1.6 trillion in federal student loan debt, with the typical undergraduate finishing college with $25,000 in debt. The major questions doctrine has already been used to block the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention from extending eviction protections for cash-strapped residential renters. It's also been used to stymie Biden's COVID-19 vaccination or testing mandate for large businesses and to restrict the Environmental Protection Agency's power to regulate carbon emissions from power plants. Thanks so much for listening to Minimum Competence, your daily news podcast for lawyers. If you're looking for more than Minimum Competence, links to further reading on all of the topics touched on today are in our show notes. If you have any questions or story suggestions, find us on Mastodon on the esq.social instance. I'm at Gina and my co-host Andrew is at Andrew. Reviews go a long way towards helping new listeners find our show. If you have a moment and can leave a rating or review on your podcast player, we'd appreciate it. And if you know someone that might be interested in a story we cover, consider sending them the episode. Minimum Competence is part of the ESQ Cast network of podcasts and streams on esqstream.com. We'll see you back here tomorrow. And until then, insert something clever here, Minimum Competence. Minimum Competence.